is now a good time to invest in the stock market? That's the question I'll go over in, in this episode. And right now there's a lot of excitement in the air. You know, there's a new president, coronavirus vaccines are, you know, all being administered and, you know, there, there's hope that maybe a year from now, the pan, or maybe less, the pandemic will be over. And well, that's, that's great news. The, the reality is that may not necessarily mean that it's a good time to invest in the stock market though, because right now the valuations are sky high. If you looked at the stock market, you wouldn't know that there's a pandemic going on and that, you know, millions of people are out of work. Businesses are closing down for good. I mean, it's, there's a huge disconnect between what's happening in the stock market versus what's happening in the real world. And the reason for that, I think, comes down to you know stimulus and government aid. A lot of people, you know, are are doing okay, keeping their heads above water, but that's because they're they're getting a lot of help from the government. And you know, eventually that's going to dry up. Eventually that's going to come to to an end. I mean, and what's going to happen is it, it's going to be there could be a big big recession to come after, anyways, and. You know that that could potentially put put the long term safety of stocks and investing in the stock market in jeopardy, because there could be another big crash like the one we saw uh, almost a year ago back in March. Except this time it might be a lot longer and a lot deeper. You know you've got a st- you've got stocks, you know that are that are trading higher than where they were at even before the pandemic. I mean a, a great example is Expedia, a booking site. That you know, books travel, and right now people aren't really able to travel, travel much. Certainly not, not at the levels they were at before the pandemic. And yet, if you look at over the past year, the stock's up twenty four percent. Right, Expedia is not the type of company that you expect to be doing well. Yet it, it's it it's trading near its near its fifty two week high. It's back to where it was before the pandemic, even though there's a lot of uncertainty as to you know what's what's going to happen in in the near future with regards to travel and so there that's just one example i mean there are a lot of others where you know valuations are just extremely high right now and while it's tempting to you know jump on this train of you know the stock market rallying and doing well it's also really dangerous because you know the higher it goes the higher it has to fall one of the reasons why you know, I think it's uh, it's a dangerous time to invest, and one of the reasons why I'm, I'm slowly selling each one of the stocks that I own is because I, I've seen these train tracks before. It's we're on the same path for another crash. Like if you look in March of March of 2020, stocks went crashing down. That was due to the pandemic, but it's not a. Uh, even at the time, even before that happened, I was, I was sort of expecting something to to happen, there to be a bit of a, at least a correction, at least a bit of a drop in the value, just because you know, the market was, was, was a bit high already. And typically from what I've seen in the past few years, usually there's a bit of a, a, bit of a drop in um, the fir- either the first few months of the year or the latter stages of, of the year. Like if we look at um, you know 2019, 2019 was a was a fairly good year where you know the stocks rallied. But before the end of 20, 2018, there was um, there was a big drop in the stock market 
and um, uh, the bottom was hit about December. So there's a big, big, slow, steady decline, you know, from about October through to the end of December, where the Dow Jones started to, to fall off, fall off a bit of a cliff. It was more gradual. It wasn't like the March crash that we saw last year, but it was still, still a sizable drop nonetheless. Now is when you might recall that the the Bitcoin hype reached a, reached a peak, and then in the months following, ended up crashing. Where it peaked in December of 2017, where it was over 20,000, and then it would crash in the weeks following. Now, right now, Bitcoin's even higher than that, over around 30,000. I know that it's going to fall again. I mean, my bet is that it probably will. But it's another example of how that hype has reached a whole new level this time around. You know, and. Um, you know the the reality is there's there's usually some sort of a correction that happens in the market. You know things don't don't keep on going up um, indefinitely. And right now, like if I'm looking at uh, the S and P 500, was which is a pretty good benchmark as as far as where the market is right now. It's trading at a price to earnings ratio of about 28. Which is just pretty high, given that most of those stocks aren't aren't high growth stocks. For for a reasonable stock, you you know you wouldn't expect to be paying even more than even twenty five times earnings, or maybe in some cases even more than twenty. And and now it's sitting at about twenty eight, which is which is pretty high. And you know it's it's just a matter of uh, of time really before there is a, a bit of a decline, just because things are are really overdue. Because whether it's you know, a month from now or six months from now, at at some point or another, you know, investors are going to realize that you know the economy's not in that good of a shape right now, and you know, even if you're thinking about where things might be a year or two from now, you know, we could be in a could be in a recession where you know people have less disposable income, and uh, you know, there's just not money to spend on stocks. And worst case, people could be pulling money out of the retirement funds, out of their savings, just to help make ends meet. And pulling that money out of the market is not going to be a good thing for, for stocks. You know, and one of the reasons, in addition to, you know, people getting a lot of stimulus payments this year, I mean, there's been headlines of, you know, people using stimulus payments to buy bankrupted stocks like Hertz that, you know, were at the time in danger of, of going bankrupt and making really risky bets with their money. And I think that, in addition to interest rates being low, has really put a lot of money into stocks because a lot of the big banks now, they pay next to 0% in interest. So there's no incentive for you know, people with savings to keep their money at, their, at, at a savings account. Because previously, if you were making, let's say 1%, maybe even, maybe even better than that, if you were on a promo or in some special deal where you're making more than 1%, you know what, that's not a bad risk-free return that you could be making. But now, with interest rates next to zero, there's there's really no benefit whether you put your money in your checking account or your savings account. You know, you're going to be effectively making the same amount of money, which is nothing. And so you're, 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 for people with savings, they're better off just investing even in a bank stock. That pays a dividend of a couple of percentage points because then at least you're making more than what you'd be making at, uh, at with your bank. So that I think is one of the, one other reason why there's there's a lot more activity in stocks. And then there's also 
you know, bonds. People aren't, you know, when the interest rates are low, it doesn't make a lot of sense to invest in bonds either because you're getting such a low return. And with the stock market doing as well as it is, why not jump on, on that bandwagon? So all those things are, are I think, really contributing to stocks being as, as, as overvalued as they are right now because it's the best place to put your money. But sooner or later, though, as people start needing to dip into their savings, as financial situations worsen, you know, as potentially stimulus comes to an end and the government starts to say, okay, we're in too much debt right now, we have to sort of scale back and we can't afford to keep issuing so much money, you know, that, that's when I think there could be, you know, a, a big correction that's going to come to what when that happens, you know, that's anyone's guess. But it, it's it, it really looks inevitable at this point that uh, it's, you know, it could be there, there could be a big crash at some point in the next, you know, six to 12 months, if, if, if I were to guess. And based on history, you know, the markets typically typically struggle in either the latter half of the year or the first few months of the year from from what I've seen. So it wouldn't be surprising even if it came within the next few months, really. But either way, the, the safest route, I think, is, you know, to, to stick with blue chip stocks that have, that have, uh, you know, good fundamentals that, you know, that over the long run are, are going to do well regardless of the situation. Like you look at big banks, you look at companies like, Coke and Pepsi, you know, Procter and Gamble, really blue blue chip stocks that, you know, are always gonna always gonna do well over the long term. They might not be growing at twenty or thirty percent in sales, but you know, they're gonna be stable stable investments over the long term. You know, but if you're holding stuff like Bitcoin, if you're investing in stocks that are in the in the trillions or record highs, you know, that could, those could be dangerous investments to be holding on to right now. So you know, it's it's worth having a look at you know at your portfolio to see what's in there. So I would say now is definitely not a time for new investors to to put their money into stocks. And for people that that already have invested money, it might be time to to think about pulling pulling some of the, some of that money out, especially if you made some great gains over the past year. Because you know, right now it's uh, a really really weird time in the markets when you know, there's such a such a big disconnect between the economy and what's going on on Wall Street, and so if you're thinking about investing, you may want to think uh, think twice or three times about you know whether what you're investing into, and you know whether you could afford to suffer a loss if you're willing to to wait out a a recession or or a big downturn because right now that's that, that seems like where we're headed. It's just it's just really a matter of when.